And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Mets played game two of their three-game weekend series. Trevor Rogers went opposite of the right-handed veteran Chris Bassett. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, same scores last night. Mets five, Marlins three. The Mets have won the first two games of this three-game series here at Lone Depot Park. Marlins are one and five against New York so far in 2022 this is how it unfolded today trevor rogers starting for the marlins chris bassett going for new york rogers got off to a great start struck out the side in the top of the first got nimmo Marte, and lindor bassett a couple of k's in his half of the first inning a lot of two out single to jorge soler but that was it but in the top of the second the mets struck first it was the national league home run leader doing the honors Lefty's 0-1 is in the air, deep to right toward the line. De La Cruz back at the wall, and that one is out of here. Alonzo has finally gotten Trevor Rogers, and it's 1-0 in the second. Before that at bat, the Mets' first baseman had been 0-12 for 12 with six strikeouts in his career against Trevor Rogers. Well, make it 1 out of 13, make it 1-0 Mets in the top of the second. The score wouldn't change until the fourth inning. After the homer by Alonzo, Rogers retired the next three in the second inning, a couple of Ks. Struck out the side one, two, three in the third. But with Bassett retiring nine of the first ten he faced, this game stayed one nothing Mets into the fourth inning. Starling Marte led off with a single. Francisco Lindor then hit a ball down the left field line. Marte went to third. Lindor tried to stretch it into a double. Soler, a good throw into second base, but Jazz Chisholm missed the tag. Lindor able to get around it, and instead of a man at third and one out, Mets had second and third. Nobody out, and Rodgers was in a bind in the fourth inning with Alonzo coming up. He got Alonzo to hit a fly ball to shallow right. That was the first out, and then he went after Marcana. 2-2 to Canna. Ground ball into the hole at short. Miggy backhands has it. He throws the first. Canna is out, but in from third, Marte. And the Mets lead 2 to nothing. And J.P. Then... Well, that's a run the Mets score because of that missed tag on Lindor at second base. Had Lindor been out, then you get the Alonzo fly ball, the Canna ground ball, and the inning is over. But instead, the Marlins had fallen behind at that point, 2-1. to one, And after J.D. Davis worked a walk, Eduardo Escobar made the pain of that mistake sting even more. Eduardo Escobar... One for 14 against Marlins pitching this year. And make it two for 15. Liner left center down for a hit. Coming around third. Racing home Lindor. And the Mets lead at 3 nothing. Escobar not. So a 3 nothing lead for Bassett, who was cruising along into the fourth. But in inning number four, Garrett Cooper let off with a single. Jorge Soler struck out. Aguilar then singled to right. Cooper tried to go first to third. He challenged the arm of Starling Marte, and as we saw a lot when Marte was a Marlin, that's not always a good bet. Marte gunned Cooper down from right field, 9-5 to five for the second out. So instead of two on with one out, there was one on with two out in the Marlins' fourth inning for Jesus Sanchez. 0-1 to Sanchez is driven a long way. Deep right, way back, goodbye, up onto the home run porch. Jesus Sanchez makes it a ball game. It's 3-2. to two. So Sanchez comes up big, his 10th long ball of the season. Miami back within a run. In the fifth inning, after Rodgers got the first out, he allowed three straight singles. Nimmo, Marte, and Lindor. And with the bases loaded and Alonzo coming up, Rodgers was pulled from the game. 
Zach Pop came on for just the second time since his most recent call-up from AAA. It was his fourth Marlins appearance of the season. And you talk about being thrown to the fire. Bases loaded, one out, Alonzo at the plate. But he got Alonzo did a soft pop-up to the first baseman, Cooper, for the second out. And when he struck out Marcana, Pop had escaped the inning, and the Marlins were still only a run down in 3-2. to two. So a nice job by Zach Pop. At that point, we could close the book on Trevor Rogers. Four and a third innings today. Seven hits, three runs, all earned. Walked one, struck out five. Allowed the Alonzo homer through 86 pitches, 56 of which were strikes. So the Marlins were still within a run when they came to the plate in the bottom of the fifth inning, and Bassett got the first two outs, Astudio and Stallings, but then, with the bases empty, had to face Brian De La Cruz. On 2-1, that ball's rocketed deep to left, down the line, and fair! It's a home run to tie the game! Brian De La Cruz, his fourth of the season, and it's 3-3 in the fifth. He's hit some big home runs this season. That was a big one for De La Cruz. And the Marlins right back in it. After Pop had done the great job escaping the fifth, now we were tied. Dylan Floro, one, two, three, sixth inning. Anthony Bass pitched around a one-out single in the seventh. And it stayed for three. Chris Bassett sat down the side and ordered a couple of Ks in the Marlins half of the seventh. That would be it for him. Seven innings of six-hit, three-run ball. Didn't walk anybody. Struck out five. I'll have the two homers to Sanchez and De La Cruz. For Bassett today, 90 pitches over seven innings, 62 strikes. After Pop and Floro had worked their magic and Bass did his thing in the seventh inning, Jimmy Yacobonis, who has been a nice story for the Marlins over the last couple of weeks, came on in his most high-leverage situation since joining the team from AAA Jacksonville. He entered a 3-3 game in the eighth inning, and the first man he faced was Pete Alonzo. Alonzo puts a charge into one way back left field. Look out up on AutoNation Alley. Alonzo's second home run of the game puts the Mets in front 4-3 in the eighth. It's his third multiple home run game of the season. The 14th of Alonzo's career. So he now leads the National League with 22 homers and 68 RBIs after a two-homer game here today. Mets had a 4-3 lead. Yacobonis came back, struck out the next three in a row. In the Marlins' eighth against Seth Lugo, they went down in order. A couple of loud outs. De La Cruz to the warning track in right field. Chisholm to the track in center before Cooper struck out. In the top of the ninth, Richard Blyer trying to keep it a one-run game. He got the first out, Luis Guillorme, on a fly to right. But then James McCann singled his first hit in four at-bats today in his return from the injured list. And McCann was at first base as he rolled back around to the top of the batting order and Brandon Nemo. And it's so frustrating. You're making your pitch. You're getting the desired result. There's the ball rocketed toward the gap left center. This left, he's going to get Blyer. McCann's going to be waved around third. It's a double for Nimmo. And McCann crosses the plate with a big add-on run. 5-3 Mets in the ninth. Well, Blyer would get the next two outs. Marte lined to third. Lindor struck out. But the Marlins were now down two, going to the home half of the ninth, having to face Edwin Diaz. And Diaz did what Diaz does. He struck out the side of the ninth. Soler swinging, Aguilar swinging, and Sanchez swinging to end it. Mets over the Marlins today by the final of 5-3. to three. For New York, five runs, 11 hits, no errors, seven left. For the Marlins, three runs, six hits, no errors. They leave two. Chris Bassett, the winner, 6-5. and five. Jimmy Yacobonis, the loser, 0-1. Edwin Diaz, his 16th save, second in as many nights. Time of the ball game was three hours on the button. 
Mets with the winner, 47 and 26. Now 22 or 23 and 16 on the road. Marlins, meanwhile, fall to 32 and 38. They drop 13 and a half back behind these first place Mets in fourth place in the division. Miami now 18 and 16 here at Lone Depot Park. The Marlins and AutoNation partnering again here in 2022 to work together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, Marlins are going to donate $25 to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. Today, 11 strikeouts. That's good for $275. Season total now 612 Ks, $15,300 to the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. Well, an unfortunate ending for the Marlins, who have now dropped the first two in this series to the Mets, that after sweeping the Rockies earlier in the week. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly afterwards. Trevor's up and down this season. Felt like his last start against the Mets was a step forward. How do you, you know, assess this one today? No, good. I thought Trevor was okay. Uh, he was aggressive. Uh, you know, I got to some good spots. And, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought, I mean, for me, uh, I thought he threw the ball good. I thought it was a lot like the last one. Stay on a hunt. These guys are tough. They think he, they put the ball in play. Uh, but he was aggressive with his fastball. Thought he threw some good breaking balls, good changeups. So I thought it was pretty good. Zach Pop has had a couple of nice outings so far for you. Obviously made some huge pitches in that fifth inning. What did you think of, of his contribution and, and to really kind of clean up that inning? Yeah, uh, huge right there. And, you know, seemed to be the right guy for that spot. You know, the guy that you feel like can throw the ball on the ground. Uh, it's power stuff. You can't just wait around and... and and try to lift this guy. It's it's a guy you got to get going. So he kind of started the merry-go-round of you know good innings there, and you know, the guys did a nice job out of the pen to you know give us some chances and and really in a, in a sense work from the standpoint of you know Sanchez hits the two-run homer, Daly hits the homer. We're back in the game. We give ourselves some innings to score. He just weren't able to do it. You mentioned Jesus as six home runs in the last 17 games for him after maybe struggling a little bit at the plate. You feel like that power, maybe that swing starting to come back for him a little bit? No, for sure. I think you're seeing more confidence with him. He just went through a stretch that young guys go through. They get beat up, and, and then they bounce back, right? And if he's going to be good, he's going he's gonna to need to bounce back. Uh, and and that will help him hopefully shorten uh, these stretches in the future. You know, where he struggles, he's going to know he's coming out of it. He has that confidence. Uh, and then he's able to understand how you work through that. So uh, I think him getting on the other side of that is, is a good thing for him, you know, moving forward. Jose Yacobonis in eighth, how much is that, like, the pocket you guys talk a lot about and also just not having Solcer or Bender, a couple of the high leverage guys? Yeah, I think more than anything, it's trying to get us there. We we use some of our higher leverage guys, and that's the problem. You're using your higher leverage guys to get through pockets earlier in the game, and you get to that part of the game, and you're using. You know, we actually felt like that was a pretty good pocket uh, for Jimmy. He just looked like he tried to go away with Pete there and ran it back to the middle, dangerous spot with with Pete the way he's swinging. Um, but we actually thought the pocket was pretty good for for Jimmy. So again, you know, you're trying to get zeros on the board, and when you when you got to go to your pin in the fifth, you know, you're going to try to run through some stuff. And we're not a pin really that, you know, where we're at at this moment that we got guys you're going to go for two innings or two plus out there. It's more like we got to piece piece this thing together. And I thought they did a pretty nice job of that. But then you, 
you know, at some point you're going to either we got to score, you know, and put some pressure on them or we get some breathing room. Um, you know, you're not going to be able to throw zeros forever. You touched on Pete. He had two runs today. He had the grand slam against you guys up there. Just the challenges of a guy like him and knowing when he's there. But no, know. he's dangerous. I mean, I mean that's that's why they're where they're at right now. You know, Lindor's swinging the bat good. Uh, he's driving in runs. You know, really, they're big boys. Hurt us those first two games. You know, Lindor has a big game yesterday. Pete has a big game today. Um, you know, so, but you know, he's dangerous. You know, it's, and we're not the only team he's driving in runs against. He's got got to be close to seventy, right? So, um, yeah, he's hurting a lot of people. I guess the first six games against the Mets, some close ones, a few that weren't, just get you guys over the hump. So it's not as lopsided on the win loss thing. What's maybe missing? I don't feel like we've played our best baseball with with these guys yet. Um, you know, we've swung, we've had guys out there and we've had some chances, but we seem to make. You know, we seem to be making the mistakes and, you know, not making the plays when we need to and, and not getting hits when we need them. Uh, the guys have continued to bounce back. You know, last night I thought it was the same. They score, we score. They score, we score. They get a lead today, we, we, we keep coming, right? And we're just not – we haven't been able to, to get the key ones and get the big out, you know, one more zero, and who knows if we score, right? So um, – yeah, it's, I don't feel like we've played our best with these guys. It seems like a lot of the teams we've played better. Um, and then with these guys, it seems like we've been making the mistake that, that hurt you. Do you think it's because they are obviously a good team, is it mainly you're doing or is it maybe just facing them that they kind of make the margin of error even more obvious? Uh, you know? Yeah, you don't you don't get a whole lot of, you know, this is the you know, one of the best records in the National League right now, one of the best, obviously the best team in our division. Uh, to this point, and you know you're, they got a good club, and you just you got to play your best. You gotta, we got to play our best baseball, and and we really haven't. I don't feel like we've played up to our capabilities uh, to this point. Part of that is you know the way they pitch. They they've thrown the ball well almost every time. I feel like every game that that we face them, their starters, you know, we're not getting to them early. We're they're having we're having to run through. Uh, that starter through the seventh or eighth, and we're only dealing with the back end guys. It feels like we've got Eddie almost every game, uh, Lugo a couple of them. We actually got Lugo, but it's like we're at the back end of their pin every game. We're not getting to the middle and, and trying to get get some chances, you know, to to get through the middle. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins five to three loss to the Mets yesterday. Uh, before we wrap things up, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. The Marlins fall to the Mets. Miami now 32-38. and 38. The Mets are back to 21 over. Now with 47 wins and 26 losses. Game three of this series comes your way this afternoon at 12.05. When Dan Castano goes opposite of David Peterson, we will hit the air at 11.30 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.